What is going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. Welcome into the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook podcast here. We are recording for Friday's 12-game main slate. James, how you been, buddy? It's been, uh, it's been a little bit. Uh, obviously, I've been away uh, on my honeymoon. I am back here for the weekend, uh, just in time for the All-Star break. <laughs> Got got a got a got a little three game weekend coming up, and then we're off till next Friday here. So, uh, kind of timed out the honeymoon vacation schedule. Uh, you know, in sync with the All Star break here. Uh, but coming back to a big twelve game, and I'm on the playbook for this one. So, uh, right back into the grind, my guy. It was entirely planned, right? Uh, yeah. Honeymoon right into the right before the All Star break. So you get another break right after that. No, just kidding. We never get breaks. But John, happy to have you back, brother. Um, we've missed you and, uh, you know, nothing like having a 12 game slate to get right back into the saddle yeah. for the podcast, for you to then do the playbook and then to hop on the live stream at 5 PM Eastern standard with us. Uh, so you had a full right slate of the fantasy alarm show. I'll be on the fantasy right. alarm show with Howard Bender as well, <laughs> six to eight on Sirius XM. Uh, so yeah, full day of work here, uh, on a Friday for me, which is fine. Uh, that's how I like to do it. I like to just dive right into the fire. No easing in. <laughs> just like we're back. We're full bore. We're ready to go. Uh, obviously, a lot has been going on in the, this world of sports over the last couple of weeks here. Uh, and no different when it comes to the MLB scene as well. Uh, just some monster performances. We've seen some guys really start to break out, including a few on this slate here today. Uh, so we're going to go over it as we usually do here on the show. We're going to give you our favorite pitchers here value pitchers, guys we're looking to fade, favorite infielders, value infielders, outfielders. We're going to build some lineups here. Um, a lot, lot to get to uh, on today's show here, James. Uh, before we do all that, though, uh, a little wrinkle since I've been gone here now. Uh, we got a sponsor for the show, a little RT Sports here. So why don't you uh, tell the fine folks what we can find out over at RT Sports? Yeah, over at RT Sports, a.k.a. Real-Time Sports, they have a Pick'em promo and all you guys got to do is head over to the Real-Time Sports Daily Pick'em Contest and set. all you got to do is set a lineup of player props. And if you hit them all, you win. They have baseball, basketball, football, golf, and more uh, when more comes around. And all you got to do is, and I've said that three times already, but go to rtsports.com slash alarm using code ALARM23, and first-time depositors get a 100% instant match up to $200. That is rtsports.com slash alarm using code ALARM23, all one word, and first-time depositors get a 100% instant match up to $200. And please play responsibly, and for help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So that's pretty fun. Uh, obviously, we do we do a lot of pick'em contest stuff here over at Fantasy Alarm. So uh, great to have uh, RT Sports now in the mix. I know come fantasy football season, we do a lot of fantasy baseball stuff at RT Sports as well with their best ball uh, contest. So it should be pretty fun uh, upcoming season for all of that. So James, with the RT Sports stuff now talked about, let's break into the slate. Got 12 games to talk about. Let's look at the spreads. Look at, look at Vegas here. Uh, what should you be keying in on here as we kick things off today? Yeah, there's nothing that like really stands out uh, over under wise. Nine implied runs in the LA Bowl, Dodgers and Angels. Um, nine. That's it. That's the only game 
uh, with a nine implied total. Also, John, not on the main slate. Just want to throw this out there. Alec Manoa making his return. The day that you make your return, Alec Manoa also I makes mean, his return. I mean, coming off of 11 strikeouts in his most recent minor league outing, yeah. right? He's back, you know? Yeah, he's back. Yeah, totally. Uh, nothing really at all that is significant right now. And we are recording, obviously, at the time we're recording. So maybe things come out and change and lines move. But I don't see anything significant on the biggest front that we should really focus on. I think we should just dive headfirst into this 12th gamer. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about our favorite starting pitchers. Uh, we mentioned some guys are starting to break out here. Uh, you know, We saw Abby get called up by the Reds a handful of starts ago. He was a strikeout guy at the minor league level. If you look at his first three starts uh, here at the major league level, and he just wasn't striking anybody out. He had 12 total strikeouts over his first 17 and two-thirds innings. And then all of a sudden – Light switch came on, something flipped yep. for him here. And we're looking at 30 strikeouts over the last three starts for him. 19 and two-thirds innings, 30 strikeouts. Striking out Colorado as a lefty, that's not a tough task. But no. Baltimore, eight strikeouts, and the Padres, 12 strikeouts here. Now he goes up against the Milwaukee Brewers, a team that we have targeted against left-handed pitching uh, all season long. Andrew Abbott is $9,900. He's my favorite starting pitcher on the slate. He's a top price pitcher on the slate. Probably going to gather a lot of ownership because for 12 games, you don't have a starter over 10K on this one. So uh, there's going to be plenty of value to fit these guys in here. You got to think a lot of people are, are going to be looking to spend up at the starting pitcher spot today. I'm kind of surprised seeing the names after Abbott that we don't have anyone 10K, but like it is what it is. Abbott is worth the spend right now when you consider what Milwaukee has done against lefties and let's not be gun shy after Justin Steele let us all down the other night like it happens he had five strikeouts he gave up three runs over six like Milwaukee still has a 27.6 percent strikeout rate and that's still 1.3 percent higher than anybody else in the league against right like it's significantly higher than anyone else they have a 660 team OPS that's slightly better than it was still dead last in baseball. Like they are just a bad offense against lefties. So don't yeah. worry about what Justin Steele did. Um, don't bring that into this start. And all that, all that talk about like the inevitable blow up for Andrew Abbott, because the peripheral stats were, are seemingly yeah. put to bed just with how he's pitched lately. So, um, you know, he gave up the three home runs against Colorado. And that's what we were kind of talking about. Like yep. hasn't given up a home run yet. Hadn't given up a run yet. And we're like, all right, due for regression, due for regression, goes against Colorado, gives up the three solo home runs, but has 10 strikeouts, and then he's dominant since then. So, yep. uh, again, this is a guy that profiled as a strikeout pitcher at the minor league level, hadn't shown that strikeout potential yet at the major league level, but the last three starts, uh, absolutely dynamite. Uh, Abbott, for me, is my favorite starter. Uh, where else are you going on this slate when it comes to starting pitching? I'm going right below to Zach Gallen and – He's kind of been up and down yeah. lately. At least the last start we got from him, we got the upside with the strikeouts, 12 against the Angels. Um, but, like, the power he's been allowing, he's allowed a home run in six straight games. That's obviously concerning. And in three of those games, he's allowed four more earned runs. And this is a guy who's currently one of the Cy Young favorites, especially with Clayton Kershaw hitting the IL. So um, I like Gallon. Pittsburgh has been dreadful of late. Uh, just against both splits and, and, you know, a team that we actually liked against lefties earlier in the year, they just been bad. Um, they have a 699 team OPS now against right-handed pitching, you know, that's 22nd in the league. And that number yeah. is just dropping by the day. And I know 
they're getting healthier. They got Reynolds back. They just got Brian Hayes back on Thursday, and that's all fine and dandy. Um, but they just don't have a lot of thump. Like, you know, Henry that's Davis. Winsky, right? That's what we're yeah, really looking to fade Yeah, here. I mean, like, Sawinski is their savior. Like, Henry Davis has been okay, but he hasn't provided, like, any thump. Yeah, hitting over 300 so far. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but to your but, like, point, though. Yeah, it's like he's hitting 300, but, like, they have good – like they don't have a lot of like just power bats. He has one yeah. home run, four extra base hits through 17 games this year, you know? So um I willing to go to Gallon here uh after Abbott. I think, you know, you can obviously look at Castillo or Brown as well. Houston has been really good of late. So Yeah, Castillo's actually my fade of the top group. I, okay. I'm not gonna have any Castillo. Um could that come back and burn me? Sure. I mean, he's been an elite pitcher, but you're looking at recent performances. Teams are starting to get to him. This home run number is yeah, it's scary. It's scary. Yep. Nine home runs allowed over his last five starts here. Uh, two home runs to Washington, by the way, a team that right. doesn't hit home runs. And so, the Yankees. And the Yankees, who are terrible. True, true. Yankees against right-handed pitching had like the lowest ISO in baseball without Aaron Drudge in their lineup. So um, the fact that he's starting to give up these home runs is concerning because Houston – can put the ball over the fence. They so, have been, and they have been. Yeah, Abreu's continued. Yanir Diaz has con- like it's been. Homer Jolks, Jolks, dude. Right? Like, yep. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of pop in that Houston lineup. So for me, Luis Castillo is the out. Um. At this price, I don't mind going Hunter Brown against Seattle. I know Seattle's putting some runs on the board tonight, but fine going there. How are you approaching the debut of Carlos Rodon here? Not even I'm happy he's back, not even looking at it. Not even he looking threw, at it. Yeah, he only threw like 56 pitches in his or 58 or whatever yeah, the number was. Um it's just he's gonna be so limited. They with with the 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 back and the arm issue, like yeah. there's no way that he isn't like very like babied. Right. So I, I'm love the DraftKings put him at ninety one hundred dollars. No, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I like I probably only way I would have considered him if he was like one of the four K players that we've gotten right. a couple times, but like not no chance at ninety one hundred. All right, let's pop down over to the uh the next tier below value guys. Uh anyone sticking out to you on this slate again? 12, 12 games, so a lot of pitching options. Um, but anybody worth noting for you uh when it comes down to this this range yeah i mean i like justin verlander here a little bit san diego's definitely been better of late but they've been much better against left-handed pitching specifically like all of their big time numbers like tatis machado hasiun kim they're all hitting lefties extremely well and verlander's now coming off back-to-back starts where he hasn't allowed an earned run the mets have some momentum just swept the arizona dimebacks a really really good team in arizona um, so I don't mind Verlander 8,600 could be in line for a win. We know how much you Darvish is struggling on the other side of this matchup. Yeah. Um, Jordan Montgomery, John, you know, for all the crap that we gave him earlier in the year is he's been dominant of late. Um, just like this is kind of who we expected him to be and thought yeah. he was going to continue to be. I mean, and, great the, the home starts, right? Like yes. last year, he was so dominant at home. This year, he's been so bad. And then you look at his last five home starts here, he's allowed just four total earned runs. So um, get him on the road. So, you know, maybe something to at least look at here. We know that the White Sox have some guys that can hit for power against left-handed pitching, but I agree with you. Starting to turn the season around a little bit and something to at least keep on your radar. Because if he comes out of this road start against the White Sox with another good outing, 
it's all go on Jordan Montgomery moving forward for sure. Well, he's actually, if you move over to the splits, he's actually been better on the road this year. Sure. So like, and, and you know, it is what it is. Like everyone has fluctuations in home road starts and whatnot. Yeah, but like, yep. he's just kind of like in this recent stretch, he's faced Cincinnati, mowed them down, you know, got through San Francisco, still with a good performance, had seven strikeouts in that game. Six strikeouts against Washington, the team that does the strikeout. And then Houston, who's in the middle of like a very good stretch, mowed them down, no problem. And, and the Yankees, obviously, you know, I mean, they, right. they can't hit anything. So, um, eighty one hundred, and and I I like some White Sox. I'm not saying I don't like Luis Robert is a, a guy I'm going to actively target. He's a monster against lefties, but like they also strike out a lot. And Jordan Montgomery is pitching as well as he has all year, and he's still priced like he's not. So yeah, uh, I like eighty one hundred for Jordan Montgomery. Last two weeks, White Sox twenty six percent strikeout rate against left handed pitching. Uh, they do have a two seventy six batting average, which is uh, up there. Uh, 10th best uh, 320 Woba there as well. But no real power, only a 111 ISO. Uh, strikeout numbers, as you mentioned, though, definitely appealing here over the last two weeks uh, for the White Sox. So I like that. I like the Montgomery call. Uh, what are your thoughts on Savale here against Kansas City? Any interest in, in rocking him again? Another guy that just seems to like sort of defy some of the peripheral stats on him. Uh, had that one tough outing against Milwaukee, but for the most part, very serviceable on an offense that we think should do some damage against Lynch on the other side of this game. Yeah, so I think a realistic possibility for this Aaron Savali out, outing is the Oakland outing, where he almost goes seven, he only allows two earned, and he has like six strikeouts because the Royals have been dreadful in the strikeout department. Now, Taylor Tanner Bybee obviously let everyone down um, yeah. on Thursday in that Department specifically, he only had three strikeouts and still navigated an offense and didn't allow any damage whatsoever. They can't hit, John. Like they yeah. are, it is it is only getting worse seemingly every time they step onto the field without dead last in Wobo over the last thirty days against right-handed pitching is Kansas. And what's the striker? And what's the strikeout rate? Because uh, sixth highest, twenty-four point four percent. I'm shocked that it's not even higher. Like I, I'm honestly because. They've now moved into fourth overall for the year yeah. at twenty four point seven. Because I mean they got mowed down. I think they struck out thirty times in three game series against the Royals yeah. or against the Twins. You know, like it's it's I, I I realistic expectation for or ceiling could be that Oakland start, but plus a win, right? And then we're yeah. looking at twenty two yeah. fantasy points at seventy seven hundred. Yeah, so I really like Savali. He was one of the first pitchers. I kind of keyed in on this mid-tier when we were looking up because I, I liked Abbott and just kind of wanted to see where we go. But I think Montgomery certainly could find his way into some builds. After that, I don't really look at much else. You know, Stripling's not pitching deep enough in the games. I consider no. him against Colorado. Gomer's coming off of uh, some some good outings. Would you tempt fate here against San Francisco in San Francisco? Um, I mean, we know there's two things about San Francisco. They're beat up. They're hurt. And yeah. they have a lot of lefties in their lineup. So right. maybe um, I'm not fully sold. I actually like some Giants. So like last could... two weeks, again, small sample size, Giants 30.4% strikeout rate against lefties, a 212 Woba. Oof. I mean, I could definitely be sold on something else because he's so cheap and we have 12 games we're going to want to spend up on bats. So yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, could, I just said like 5,400 coming off one of his best starts of the year. 
Um, I saw someone actually take down a GPP using Austin Gomber <laughs> while I was sitting on a beach in Greece. I'm like, wait a minute, what just happened here? Austin Gomber won someone a GPP against Detroit. Um, $5,400, again, it's, it's a dark throw because he is Austin Gomber. But as you mentioned, beat-up team, a lot of lefties, and they're striking out a ridiculous amount. Back to being as bad as they were against lefties right. earlier in the year. Right. So. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that was the only other dart throw value play. It is worth noting as we're recording here, Boston uh, DraftKings has Brandon Walter starting for Boston. Uh, James Paxton pushed to Saturday. Uh, Brandon Walter pitched in relief on Friday or, or on Thursday slate. So uh, we'll see if he is just an opener, if they use him as a starter still. I would expect come this uh, launch time of this show here that that will be updated. But yeah. Um, again, we're live at 5 o'clock Eastern. We'll have all the latest news, so pay yep. attention and tune in uh, to that there. Uh, any final pitching options for you here, James? No. Okay. Uh, moving on over to our favorite hitters then. Uh, talk to me about the infield. Which guys are you looking to target today? Yeah, so the most expensive guy I like is Corey Seager, 6,200. He gets sure. Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams has allowed 18 home runs this year. And again, Trevor Williams has a long history of just struggling with left-handed bats, and that's been his MO once again this year. Um, so Corey Seager right off the top, homered on Thursday. Love that play. I'm going to Arizona next. Yeah. And um, they get Rich Hill. And Christian Walker has been in his bag lately, John. Uh, back-to-back games going into Thursday with home runs, and, and we're seeing the power on display that we know about the – history with him against left-handed pitching. And then same thing could be said for Cattell Marte, who, you know, am I used to seeing Cattell Marte at $5,900? No, I am certainly not. But we've long said, like, and and I I think I talked you into the Cattell Marte versus lefty train, like, of, like as I continued, yeah. just peppered you with it. And it I mean, just, he was good against him last year, right? But it was, the yeah. power had just disappeared. Yep. And it was hard to justify paying a high price point for a guy that like wasn't going to put the ball over the fence. Yep. And now he's at 15 home runs. <laughs> <for the All-Star laughs> break. So yeah. hard yeah. to argue with the price. Yeah. 304 average again. Um, and 380 Woba against left-handed pitching this year. Right. So I, I think we're going to see a very popular stack with Arizona, probably see Carson Kelly in the lineup, probably see Evan Longoria. We're going to see Emmanuel Rivera. So there's cheap options that will help you afford the Christian Walkers and the Cattell Martes. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, both of those guys are on my list here. I also think, you know, you know, Marte having second base uh, only eligibility there, um, you know, kind of helps kind of lock him in because there are a lot of guys that with dual positional eligibility, I think that you'll see some people maybe look to flock to. Um, a guy that I was looking at here uh, on this slate as well, um, at the second base position. Now I'm trying to find him. Uh, Jimenez here against yeah. uh, Lynch. Now we talk about it all the time, not to be worried about this being a lefty lefty spot for Jimenez. Uh, never mind the fact that he had a just ridiculous night <laughs> here on, on Thursday. He had a home run, three stolen bases. Um, he's really starting to, to break out uh, his numbers this year against left-handed pitching 286 with an 802 OPS a 440 slug. Uh, so guy that, again, lefty-lefty matchup isn't really been an issue for him here. He's also three for four, super small sample size, don't get mad at me, James, uh, in his career against Daniel Lynch. So, uh, you know, if you're not spinning up for Marte, I like I like the Guardians again here. I know we I made a joke the other day, and 
you know, we, you know, we, we like to say we sometimes we stack bad offenses here, but Cleveland is a better offense than they were earlier this year. Uh, and I like Jimenez and I like the guardians again, going up against Daniel Lynch. How about this, John, to double down on your to point, just to drive it home a little more. Daniel Lynch on the year against left-handed bats, 444 average allowed, 444 average, yeah. 940 OPS, 426 Woba allowed to left. Not good. Not good. That's not good. Also, That's... come on, dude. I've had to deal with BVP truthers and Colby in Henry in uh, Fensty, and then and Howard, and then you pull this. Like, come on, you're better than that. <laughs> I, know, better. I know, I know, I know. Um, all right, other value plays for you, or any other top guys you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned the Arizona value in Longoria and um, Emmanuel Rivera, both firmly in play. Evan, Evan Longoria, by the way, the other day, hitting second for Arizona. So if there's a lefty on the mound, look out. We could see a Longoria near the top of the lineup. Um, Anthony Rizzo uh, gets Jamison Tyone. And uh, the only reason I'm going to even give any Yankee a shout out is because Jamison Tyone has still been dreadful against left handed bats and now has to go pitch at Yankee Stadium where he was dreadful for an entire season last year against lefty bats. So uh, Anthony Rizzo. And then one of the Giants I do have interest in is Patrick Bailey. Um, He has been really, really, really good from the right side of the plate specifically against left-handed pitching. And, you know, I I do agree with you on the Gomber front, uh, but Austin Gomber still has allowed an 820 OPS to righties, 352 Woba, and Patrick Bailey hitting 424 with a 512 Woba against right uh, left-handed pitching. It's a good number. It's a good number. Uh, I like Perdomo here also yep. uh, against lefty. Again, he talked Arizona, just stacking up Arizona. Yep. Uh, I think I think all of that's going to, excuse me, come into play here. Um, another top guy, uh, I know it's going up against Bailey Ober, but I mean, Gunnar Henderson coming off of a monster night. Uh, you just take talent sometimes, yep. and uh, that comes through here. So, uh, that's some of our top infield and, and favorite value infielders here on the slate. I like Candelario against Bradford as well. You know me. I, I love those Nats against lefties and righties. I just I just like to play the Nationals as a contrarian stack. <laughs> uh, I think you can get here against Bradford uh, as well. So lo- looking there for me, uh, moving on over to the outfield, James. Talk to me about your top guys. You're all the way back. You're all the way back. Talking oh. about the Nats first podcast back. Have game to. slate. Have, I know. Probably back. Uh, so I know I touted Jordan Montgomery, but I'm also not afraid to ever play Luis Robert Jr. against a left-handed pitcher. On the year, Luis Robert is 24 of 67, uh, six home runs, 358 average, 482 Woba. He has over 400 ISO against left-handed pitching. He has been ridiculous. Before this doubleheader on Thursday, he was terrible the whole day, but I mean, look at through these box scores, John. He had like nine nine of ten games where he went double figures for uh, DraftKings points. So yeah. Luis Robert. And I know Adam Duvall has been struggling. I understand he's been struggling. He has not been the same guy post-injury that he was pre-injury. But Luis Medina, starting for Oakland here, or, you know, he's been used as a long man as well. Um, 285 average to righties. 950 OPS 401 Woba allowed. And we know the pedigree that Duvall has, and specifically in the power department. Uh, five home runs against righties this year, 350 Woba. So I like Adam Duvall quite a bit. Um, you know, I wish the Red Sox had a few more righties that we can go to, maybe a Connor Wong spot here tonight, John. Um, so I have some interest in some Red Sox bats in the outfield. You know, I do like the Red Sox. So uh, Medina's been absolute trash. So. 
uh, hard to hard to go against that one there. Um, I mean, I'll cheat to Otani. Obviously, can always kind of use him. Gonsolin hasn't been very good. Uh, Otani is just a cheat code. You know, even when he's splitting nails, throwing pitches, uh, still out there uh, mashing. So uh, I'm a big fan of him. You have JD against the righty, as we've talked about here. And I mentioned, I think – I don't know how many people are going to play Houston against Castillo, but you know me. I like to sometimes yep. stack against some of these top starters that maybe have some underlying numbers. Those home run numbers are no joke. You give up nine home runs over four starts, you know, five starts, you got to start paying attention to that. Uh, so give me Tucker. Um, I think there's a good spot for him there at, at the 5K range. You know I like Lane Thomas. Do I want to spend 5K on Lane Thomas? Mm. Probably not, but – uh, good to see him. Good to see him uh, uh, continue to play out there. Um, got Julio Rodriguez under 5K. Feels like it's been a little bit since we've had yep. uh, him that cheap on this slate. Uh, where else are we going? What's your mid-tier value, guys? <clears throat> I like Nolan Jones here. $3,900. Really good price. Still crushing right-handed pitching. Um, and Stripling's been bad against lefties. I know he's not pitching deep into games. but I like Nolan Jones. Um, I like Leody Tavares. I I've made this proclamation, John. I just I just need DraftKings to do what they did for Atlanta. Wait for, wait till your next Atlanta slate. Wait till see try to play Atlanta the next time they're on the main. Six K each each player. Everyone is over four K. Not a single player is under four K anymore. They need to do that for Texas. There's we need to stop this Leody Tavares three thirty three hundred <laughs> yeah. stuff. And uh, Ezekiel Duran. We need to stop thirty eight hundred Ezekiel. Like we just yeah. need to stop. It's yeah. it's so stupid. You can play both of them. I prefer Leody because he's a lefty. I like Janikowski, who's been on fire. If you want to, if they play him, um, and he's been stealing bases as well. Sure. So I love the Texas value. It's stupid that they're still this price, but Trevor Williams is in for a, a rude awakening. I like that. I like that a lot there. Um, yeah, obviously, always go. Nobody played him tonight either. Leody's and nope. Duran were ten percent each on the on the nope. slate. Um, again, I think you can go with some of the Angels outfielders here going up against Gonsolin, Ward, and Adele. Um, some per- some pretty cheap options as you kind of work your way down uh, the slate here. So we'll have a lot more, obviously, a full playbook coming out for everybody uh, today. And we'll be live at 5 o'clock Eastern to break down uh, all that we got going on here for the main slate. Uh, James, I'm going to give me a quick run through of uh, some of your home run calls and stacks for the day. Yeah, so home run call, I'm going to go Christian Walker. Uh, top stack, I will go with Texas. Uh, contrarian stack, I'll stick with Arizona. I'll go Arizona contrarian. I guess we'll see how contrarian that's going to be by the time yeah. the slate comes around. I think Texas is the number one pop, most popular. Uh, start of the night, I'll stick with Christian Walker and value play of the night. I'm going to stick with Arizona or Texas. Why the hell would I not? Uh, I'll go Evan Longoria, especially if he's going to hit near the top of the lineup. All right, I, I like that. Uh, my home run call, or I think Devers gets one. I think Devers goes off here. It's a good spot for Boston. Uh, I like there's a good spot for him being at home. Uh, hot, humid air in Boston this weekend as well should maybe help help flying out there. Uh, I'll give me Boston as my top stack, my contrarian stack here. Hmm, do you think? You know, Cleveland probably won't be contrarian against Lynch. So only only reason. Yeah, they're cheap. They, I don't think they would be. All right. So let's go Washington then. We'll go Washington against uh, in that spot against Bradford. Uh, value play. Uh, I like I like Jimenez. Uh, I like Jimenez there uh, as of as a value play. And we'll we'll stick with Devers as my star of the night. 
Uh, or actually, you know what? I'll pivot off. I'm gonna go Gomber as my value play. Yeah, Austin Gomber. Mm, my favorite I like value. that. Then we're gonna use him in our lineup for Let's sure. Say, I like that. Let's go Gomber Abbott. Build yep, the lineup. I went Patrick Bailey. Oh, actually, we can't because we're using Gomber. We're using um, Gomber. Sorry. It's okay. Can't um, you up. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, we have Jan Gomes against the lefty. If we wanted to go there, we have Francisco Alvarez. Okay, let's can, go. Let's go Alvarez. Get yeah. another home run. Actually, uh, Yanni on a returning Rodon. Do you think he goes? Think he gets there? Homered again today. Oh, we got Arizona. We'll go, we'll go Carson Kelly. Carson yeah, Kelly. Yep. Uh, Corbin Carroll, by the way, left today's game with an injury. So yeah, this is the second time he's second time he's yeah, been dude, injured. Yeah, that, that elbow shoulder is giving him some trouble there. Uh, you like Christian Walker? I went Walker Longo. Like we're just full full bore. Uh, okay. The only problem with Longo, the only thing with Longo is we're taking Devers out of the equation, and I don't know if we want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I do like Devers. If we did Devers, I want to play Boston. I- I'm totally down to play any. I mean, Boston Devers is 4900. So like, and and like J- Jaron Duran's 35. Like we didn't mention him. He's stupid cheap. I put him and Leody Tavares as my top two uh, in, my, in my outfield right now. And then we could play like Duval. I got 4350 for a shortstop and an outfielder. Uh. uh can we fit what? Tucker? Can we get Tucker? 3,400 shortstop? Anybody down there? It's probably, Vol- probably Volpe if, if Volpe's still... Oh, no, he moved his price up. 3,500. Yeah, he's not... He's not. be Crawford homered again today. Um, what did you do? 4,300 for an... Out- it's it's Volpe down here. What about Moniak? Did you do Moniak? Yeah, I would. And $4,700 for a shortstop. Gunner. Gunner, roll of it. All right, guys, that's it. We'll be back here live at 5 o'clock. Good luck, everybody. We'll talk to you later.